Shalom, and welcome to Rothschild Highlights and Insights. This is Rabbi Abraham Fisher, and this week we read Ha'azinu. This is the song that uh, Hashem said he would teach Moshe and require Moshe to teach B'nai Israel a song that would uh, attest in the future to the way Hashem has always and continued to relate to his people, and it will serve as yet another warning that they should, uh, they should live in accordance with uh, Hashem's uh, will. Uh, it is a poem. That doesn't mean that it rhymes, uh, but it is written focus of poetry that words and phrases can have multiple meanings, can refer to multiple events. The uh, the song itself, which is the major part of the of the parasha, is written in two columns or each line is split into two parts. The results columns. Uh, the song itself is divided, you might say, into uh, six parts. The uh, the first part, expected, is an introduction, uh, in which we say, "Let the heavens and earth hear this song. The heavens and the earth will last uh, far into the future." Uh, will serve to attest to this uh, truth of the song. Let the words of the song uh, fall like rain. And the most important idea is that everything that Hashem does uh, is true. And if there's any fault to be found, fault to be found with, uh, with his people. The second part, uh, instructs us to look at the history of Hashem's relationship to his people. And you will see from that uh, how Hashem's relationship is constant. It's always governed by certain principles. The origins uh, of this relationship go back to the very beginnings of nations, when nations were differentiated from each other after the flood time of Noah. And when it comes to relating to the name Israel, Shem alone cared for them through their years in the wilderness. Find them that Hashem can does take care. The next section um, uh, looks towards the future. That when they will come to the land, Shem will, will give them the finest uh, in their land. And that should mean that they would be grateful to him. However, it's predicted that when they become fat, complacent, self-confident, they will uh, abandon Hashem, not realize how much they continue to rely upon, upon Hashem. And as a result, they seek out new idolatries. The next 
perception to this, how Hashem will react to this. He will react differently in anger. Once again, we make reference to invasion, war, famine, pestilence. But all of these uh, punishments, all of this uh, reaction of Hashem's anger will not result in the complete destruction of the Jewish people. Because, as it says in the song, God does not want the, uh, these other nations that are the instrument of Hashem's punishment. He doesn't want them to think that they are the ones who have done this. It's really Hashem who has done this. Just using them. The next section uh, says if people were smart, they were wise, they would understand this. They would understand that uh, these kinds of events can only be orchestrated by Hashem. Only Hashem. And we learn from this that they must listen to Hashem. And the next and last section of the song itself will project that there will come a time when they'll realize that all of the idolatries that they embraced never saved them. And their conclusion will be, should be, that there was no other but Hashem. Then will reconciliation between Hashem and his people come. We'll return to this uh, idea at the end. Uh, the very last part of the Tavashah teaches us uh, two things. One, that uh, Moshe taught songs to people, uh, as well as successor, the uh, disciple, Yeshua. He hears uh, called to Shea again, but before he uh, continues his uh, his tenure as the new leader of the and he reminds, Moshe reminds people that they have to take these words to heart. These words, words of the song are going to, uh, are going to help them. Uh, and finally, Hashem says to Moshe that the time has come for you to send the mountain, known as Har Nebo, uh, that it's the mountain from which you will be able to see the land without entering it. And uh, there he will be the God. And that's, uh, that's the end of the, uh, the parasha. Uh, we, should, we should look at uh, part of the uh, of poetry here, um, especially the part that uh, says that Shem will, will vindicate his people. Um, he, um, he will see that uh, any of the idolatries that, they, that they've embraced um, will not be able to help them. And, uh, and all of the uh, worship of those idols uh, are, are, are useless. They will say, where are the gods, the, the rock in whom they sought refuge? Uh, they, they brought sacrifices, but uh, those uh, those idolatries, they're non-existent, but they certainly have no power. Uh, 
secret about anything. They have to realize that there is no other God but, but Hashem. Uh, Hashem is the one who deals with life and death. And uh, that's something that people will, will come to learn, even if they have to learn it uh, the hard way. The Ramban, in his commentary on this part of the, of the song, makes the, uh, the point that within this, the song, there is a projection of uh, reconciliation between and his people after the sin. Um, and this is an idea that we have seen earlier in earlier passages. Uh, but there are one points out that what's unique about this passage as compared to, uh, for example, a couple of chapters earlier, uh, where people of Israel in exile return to Hashem. In this passage, the Ramban says, there is no discussion of actual repentance, uh, worship. Uh, it chronicles and projects that people of Israel will do evil, uh, but will survive. Uh, and uh, he will deal with us through various forms of punishment, not that he can destroy us. Um, but eventually, Shem will uh, relent and exact punishment from our enemies in his, uh, in his way. So he will pardon his sin with our sins. For his name's sake. Not because we will have done Teshuvah. So the Ramban says that what's special about this, that it predicts a, a scenario in which there is reconciliation between Hashem and the people uh, without Teshuvah. Teshuvah, uh, repentance, of course, is, uh, is ideal, but he says no matter what, even if today Israel will not uh, repent. Hashem will not completely reject them. This is a very important idea, first of all, that provides comfort, but it also defies the arguments of those uh, heretics, those various peoples, who want to make the claim that Hashem has rejected uh, his people. This song attests to the fact that Hashem will never uh, totally reject his people, even if they do not uh, repent, they remain stubborn. Uh, he is their God, they are his people. These are important words of consolation, especially during this time of the year between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Because ideally, we should involve in introspection and uh, find to do Shiva. The Ramban assures us that we remain his people, that he remains our God, no matter what. I thank you very much for joining me in this exploration of Parashat Ha'azinu. This has been Rabbi Abraham Fisher for Parashat Highlights and Insights saying Shalom.